Melvin. Oh, I am your host, Adam Chimeo. And I'm Aaron Schroeder. That is right. This is the Quack 12 podcast, the most official. (laughs) What? You go again. Say, I am your host, Adam Chimeo. (laughs) I am your host, Adam Chimeo. And I am Aaron Schroeder. That's you made us go back just to do that. Just yeah, to, whatever that was. Well, whatever it is. Uh, this is the Quack 12 podcast, is what it is. Uh, the most official, unofficial Oregon Ducks sporting podcast on the web footosphere. Um, Aaron, I've been watching way too much duck sports, and there's been quite a few. Well, duck basketball, I should say. I've been watching some good basketball games, uh, some some heart wrenching results, but overall, uh, you know. Uh, a lot of fight in these ducks. Uh, what have you been watching? I, I don't imagine you've been watching many duck games, but what have you been doing? Well, I watched four basketball games. You don't say. But at four times the speed. <laughs> and the joy was that I could watch an entire basketball game in about five minutes. That's amazing. So you just watch these things on yeah. super speed. And it's... <laughs> It's tight too because whenever you just when you just stare at the score, mm-hmm. it's just like going off like a little ticker, like pong. Or it, it really is exhilarating because it'll be like bing 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 bing. Could you even tell who the players were at that point? Moving so fast. I saw Richardson. Yeah, I believe his num his number is zero. Nail biter ending for him too in one game uh, that yeah. I thought was super fun. I would hit stop and watch the last thirty ish seconds of each game just to see <laughs> how they finished because they all finished pretty freaking close. I gotta say, yeah, I mean they did. Uh, this a is the of them new- were literally just like up by a point back and forth for a majority of the game it seemed like yeah i mean I, i'm definitely thinking about that usc oregon game was just freaking nuts back and forth that's the that was the ending dude jeez <laughs> so it's a little chaotic uh definitely high intense uh high intensity here but uh, that's the aaron schroeder way of watching a game uh so yeah. listeners know well it's, it's great kind of insane but it takes a lot because- of time the only thing that matters in the end is the score. Hey, so. now you sound like Bill Walton. That's the thing is you're missing <laughs> Bill Walton in this. Unless, will, the unless he was going regret. so fast that he sounded like Alvin and the Chipmunks or something like that. That'd be kind of Yeah, cool. that's the bummer, right? Is like the one regret is that I wasn't actually able to just stop and listen to him. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. I get you. He was saying some pretty nutso stuff. Oh, um, yeah. Well, uh, since there's not really that much to talk about outside of the basketball world, let's get right into one of our favorite segments, everybody. Quacks ball. Quacks ball. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> it is Quaxiball. Let's start with the women's basketball team. I mean, both of them, both the men's and the women's duck team had some very exciting, uh, crazy result. Mixed bag for both of them. Yep. Um, but let's start with the women's basketball team. They're not quite done with their season. They got a, two games left. Oh, no, sorry. They are done with their regular season. The men oh. have two games left, uh, both oh. the Washington schools. But the women, they are done. They are heading to the Pac-12 uh, tournament. That should be a very exciting 
game there. Um, but before that, so they had the mountain schools. Always a tough time. The elevation. It's real. It's real, man. It's hard to play when you're high like that. I'll tell you that much from firsthand experience. I don't know. I've always had an easy time with it. Yeah. Oh, wait. I, I see what you're talking oh, about. Yo. Oh, classic Aaron plunder. I love it. I really walked into that one. Yeah. But anyways, so against Colorado, uh, oh, a pretty a good team. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one that I've been wanting to talk about. He's getting over a cold, as we, know, <laughs> as we all know. Jesus Christ, please. Hold on one take second. A, this take is a important. moment to compose yourself. <laughs> it's, the, it's the first. It, he's so excited to talk. Yeah. He's choking up on it. It's, it's the first, first week of the entire basketball season that I've watched basketball, and I'm ready to talk about it, baby. <laughs> uh, right at the end. You're like a lot of people, actually. That So, as we all know, I watch these on DVR. Mm-hmm. That game, I guess, must have gotten pushed back or something. Yeah. Because the DVR do. cut off with, I think, a minute. And the score was 71 to 70, and then it <laughs> just turned off. That's funny. And I was like, are you kidding me? This is the one game that I'm like, are we going to rally back and win this thing? Oh, that's a bummer. Seemed like, maybe. Well, I'll tell you this much. Uh, so, like you said, it was it was kind of ugly for a while. I mean, for example, ugly. like halfway through the first quarter, it was tied four to four. <laughs> right. so, no one was making their shots. Defense was very high, but n- nothing more than that, really. Um, and, and then kind of moving away. Yeah, and, and then actually, Colorado got a thirty-one to twenty-four lead at the half times. Right. Looked pretty rough. Yeah. And then um, they even go on a ten-two run. In the third quarter, so they—I mean—they built a forty-seven to thirty-eight lead at one point. It looks like the Ducks are basically dead. They trailed by as much as fourteen in the final frame. They were down seventy to fifty-nine. Get this, um, seventy to fifty-nine with about—I uh, think they said one twenty-seven left in the game. Right. <laughs> Oh, and dude, so then I must have had a matter of seconds left. Yeah, in that quarter. Because so it was a minute 27 left. And I had an engagement with some friends. I was gonna watch some AEW wrestling. I didn't want them I've got to got all that on me. my DVR to catch up on. I was getting pissed. Look at you. I left to watch something else. Meanwhile, you're watching this game. But um I mean I was no, I watched it right before we taped, fast forwarding <laughs> four times. Ed. It's all unraveling still it's though. Right here, right now. Yeah, I'm very impressed with it. Uh the most cramming kind of thing you could possibly do for a podcast. Like I love it. Uh it's the best way to study, I think. So they're down by eleven with a minute twenty-seven left. And I was kind of pissed. I was like, I can't believe we're losing this game. I mean, I could. Colorado's not a terrible team. But I was pretty angry, and I was like, okay, I'm not watching. I'll wa- If maybe if something happens, I've already got it recorded. I'll watch the last little bit, you know? Very to cool. my surprise, when I get done watching that AEW match, I see it's a double overtime game. Went into freaking double overtime. So that's what it was. It wasn't that they started late. It went late. 
Oh yeah, it went very, very late. Um, because even though they were down seventy to fifty nine, the Ducks scored seven straight points, specifically from Sabley, which is nuts. Seven straight points from Sabley. So then it was a four point game with under a minute left. Um, Colorado actually missed like three. Uh, f- uh, free throws, which right. obviously really helped us out. And uh, Anya Rogers was the one who actually tied the game to send it to the first overtime, not only with uh, free throws, but also to the second overtime because she was so, she came in clutch there. She was like, you know, she drove to uh, the bucket, got a layup. Um, and uh, so we went to a second overtime. Unfortunately, our offensive magic just died at that point. I mean, we were able to hold them to only six points in that second overtime, but we only scored three. And uh, our first bucket took place like with 44 seconds remaining in that final overtime. Uh, so that being said, like Enya Rogers had a great game. She even scored her thousandth career point, which is wow. cool. Yeah. No, not with though- the Ducks, but yeah. In a game in which the performance is so poor, where does the line for great game become? Well, here's the thing, man. And this is what I'm thinking for both. Uh, Colorado is not a bad team. They're 19 and seven, eight and seven. Uh, So they're not like fantastic, but they are a decent team. And, you know, they are at home. And for both of these teams, I think like the losses that they suffered this week wouldn't be terrible losses. You know, especially because they were close games. Uh, It's just coming at a point in the season that like every loss is really bad and you can't afford to lose to people, even if they are really, really good teams, uh, even highly rated teams in a couple of these instances. And the Ducks didn't, I don't know, the Ducks again just had huge stretches of playing poorly and it took them forever to find any kind of offensive chemistry, which is something we've seen quite a bit. Uh, Rogers, on the other hand, though, 28 points, 10 of 18 from the floor, six rebounds, was super clutch, four of 11 shooting from deep. Uh, Niara Sabali, 22 points. Um, she got 11 rebounds. Tahina Pow Pow, 10 points, six assists. She was three of 14 from the floor, though. That is, I think, honestly, for us to beat really good teams like Arizona or Stanford, or even, you know, uh, assuming we probably will, but assuming we make the big dance, which we will, um, the women's basketball team anyways, assuming we make it, Tahina Pow Pow needs to be making more shots, and I think it's going to really come down to that. Um, not to put it all on her, but that's just kind of the, the role she's playing, and I think we're going to live or die off that because it's kind of our most inconsistent point right now, especially if she was able to hit threes. She was 2 of 7 on this one. Overall, we were uh, 29% from three-point range, and that was with some success later in the game than early on. Right. Um, yeah, what can I say? It sucked. I didn't like it at all. Uh, our defense, though, really shows up. I mean, I, I like I don't know what to say. You hang your head on that at least or hang your hat on that. Um, And then after that, so we had the final game of the regular season for the women's basketball team. Yes. That was against Utah against Salt Lake in Salt Lake city. All right. So um, this, this really kind of determined if we were going to be a second seed or something else, basically, in the <laughs> tournament. Uh, you know, but we could clinch it if we just 
beat Utah, something right. that we had already done this season. And guess what? We did. Homie. We did it. We did it. Yay. And actually, we, we started need- off. Yeah. What oh, I was just going to say, uh, I believe this is the one where we held a pretty decent lead for a majority of the game. Yeah, we looked, looked solid, like an uh, actual dominant team. Yeah, there were stretches where Utah would rally back. But overall, yeah. we I mean, we started off strong. We hit our first six shots. We led 16 to three with like seven minutes left in the first quarter. But then we really slowed down. Um, and they were able to kind of make it a, a, so 18 to 10, the Ducks led after that first frame. But yeah, we, we stretched that lead out. Uh, Pow Pow was, was actually looking a lot more, I don't know, uh, aggressive and efficient. Uh, a Filipina Che, I love when she comes out and she got back to back buckets out there. Yep. She's huge, athletic, very excited to see what she does next year. And, uh, yeah, we got a 34 19 lead with like 225 left in the second quarter. Um, and yeah, I mean, Utah did raise about like that. Uh, Basically we we did pretty well. Uh, Utah had a huge third quarter and this is a little concerning. They outscored us 29 to 16 in the third. And, uh, we only had a three point lead going into the fourth. So they did make it a game, you know, and I I was getting a little afraid here. What? Um, yeah. What was that? So I assume the, uh, would you call it turnovers or rebounds in that regard of uh, were they controlling it more in the third quarter? And that's how they were. Or were we just like always missing, 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 missing. Um, I, th- I think it is a good amount of turnovers, but I mean, we out rebounded them 40 to 27. So that definitely helps you. But uh, like both these teams, um, the turnovers and kind of the, just in general, the inefficient shot making uh, gives the other team chance to rally back. In this one, we did do better. Um, we shot, let's see, 46% from the floor. We were 6 of 21 from deep, but I guess it didn't really matter. We hit 9 of 11 free throws. And, hey, we won a game. We got we locked up that number two seed, which means we get the first round by. That was really what we needed. That was... Yeah, it was very important. And um, so we're waiting for the winner of the UCLA-USC game. They will play on Thursday at 6 p.m. in Las Vegas, uh, a place I wouldn't want to be, but is slowly becoming more of a reality that people can go, you know, without a mask. We're coming back to the the maskless world, Aaron. We're trying it again. We're gonna try it one more time. Yeah, see Let's what see if we can do it. Down. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Come September. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. They're training us, Adam. They're training us to be fucking cattle. Whoa, man! Now we're getting <laughs> Joe. Is that you, <laughs> Joe Rogan? Corner. I know I got to get that little bump for the conspiracy corner. I always talk about it, but yeah, so we're in the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, That's nice. I mean, that was going to happen regardless, but uh, I'm excited to see who we take on. If we can survive this first, that's the thing is with both of these teams. It's like, I think we can beat anybody and I think we can lose to anybody. So it's, it's tough. Well, here's also maybe my belief. Although mm-hmm. we're not talking about men yet, I would say I'm not so sure men can beat anybody, but they definitely know how to lose <laughs> to everybody. Oh boy. Except Shots for one fired. team. 
Shots fired. Um, yeah, so obviously Stanford got that number one seed. Yard. Uh, because they're very good and they beat us. God darn it. Where's Oregon Arizona? number two. Arizona's number four, surprisingly. Wow. Yeah, they, they took quite a few wells. Um, what or in conference play, a little more than us. Washington's number three. Sorry, Washington State is number three. Right. Which that's that's pretty great for that program, honestly. Yeah. Um, looking pretty good. Uh, number five, Colorado. So Colorado is a quality team, obviously, in the conference of champions. Number six, Utah. Uh, and so so basically in that first round, it'll be Colorado versus Washington. It'll be Oregon State versus Arizona State. That's a uh, number eight versus number nine. UCLA number seven versus number ten USC. Winner of that goes against us. And then number six, Utah versus number eleven, California. We'll see what happens. I hope we make it all the way. Um, it, it would definitely give me a whole lot of confidence. Not not even like, I don't know, it would just feel like a really good step for this program if we if we do really well in the Pac-12 tournament. And not only that, but if we can keep some of these players for next season, uh, no transfers is really what I'm hoping for. <laughs> or, or not too you many know, transfers. I just you know? don't see that happening. There's going to be transfers, but I, I would just love if it was one or two, not like, you know, a three starters. <laughs> hey, here's a question. What's that? When in the season and or the show do we start talking about uh coach replacing what you who do you want to replace who are you, are you trying to replace my man kelly graves i mean how dare you how dare you look even I, though you i was calling for that the other four day. time speed so maybe you can <laughs> enlighten me okay uh how often did he stand up not very and often. how many times did he look enthused to help them in any kind of gameplay so you want an idiot barnes who will come out flipping people off that's what you would rather have I think given the choice, if I could be given the choice, I would mm-hmm. honestly offer the job to Jared Leto because that dude's basically getting everything and he's so he- method. I think he could come up here and really knock it out of the park. He did play Prefontaine, but you know, I that mean, dude's he's gonna, got heritage. He's going to get canceled any minute now. And then we got to find <laughs> a different coach. No. You know, I just wonder, dude, it's like, I mean, we're talking about the players like it's absolutely all on them, but I'm like, What's up with the strength and conditioning shit? Like you said, they started off super hot and then immediately cooled off. And it's like, what's up with how we're like planning attack routes or whatever? How does basketball work? I I think it's no, it's just an endless, like, I don't know, quest to find that team chemistry for this team in particular. And I, well, with the women's team, I think it's as simple as like, if people can start hitting threes, and everything should unlock, basically. Because yeah, all the pieces I mean, are there. As we've seen, you can't depend on everybody being great at three-pointers. You know, they're hard for a reason. Or do you know what I'm saying? Like the re- I get you. I, I mean, I, that's the thing. Sometimes they go in. Sometimes they don't, Aaron. That is the random Maybe we need to be more aggressively pushing in on the bucket or something. Well, Maybe I'll tell we you. That- be double teaming. I will say, um, Niara Sabali and Sedona Prince, I do really love, or or Watson, like our two bigs being in there is a look I personally really like. Yeah, I, it seems like Kelly Graves is like that's not the kind of ball I'm looking to play. Like I, you know, I want four guards out there, um, and he's a smarter man than me. I'll tell you that much. But, yeah, uh, but basically, uh, I, I like what to you see just that. said. 
it's like, well, then if that's not what you want to play, then why are they out there? Why did you pick them? Every or once in a while. Why don't you adapt to what you have and start trying out ulterior routes? Because maybe what you're trying isn't working. Well, he did get second in the Pac-12. That's the other thing. You see, yeah, he got second. We placed second in the Pac-12. I don't know. Maybe our expectations Yeah, I guess that's true. Wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what do I? I don't know. I don't know. Why is anybody even listening to me? Don't here's what Kelly. Me. How about we listen to Kelly Graves? Here's what through me. Because here's what Kelly Graves said after okay. the game. We talked yesterday about how this game is hugely important to us. We knew that if we won, we were the two seed. And you could tell by the way the team was on the bus and in film session that these kids were locked in. So he's got his team locked in, according to him. According to the coach of the team. So does that I mean, make you feel better? I know. I don't know why you let me ramble on like this. Hey, <laughs> people love it for some reason. Yeah. Uh, some people love it. Not but, everyone. No, for real, though, maybe we should be looking for other coaches. <laughs> maybe. I mean, I was on this same rant just, just a couple weeks ago. So Is we'll see. Gene Hackman still alive. He did great <laughs> with those Hoosiers. That's true. Um, speaking of letting other people talk, let's uh, cut to a commercial break, shall we? Uh, we got a good sponsor right here. Revitalize athletics, foul weather, ducks, organ, quack, 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 twelve and all. That's right. It's the Quack 12 podcast, the most official, unofficial Oregon Ducks podcast available throughout time and space. You can support this unique opportunity by going to the Quack 12 Patreon, giving them five of your measly Earth dollars a month will unlock the world, the galaxy, and Oregon Duck history. The greatest seasons, the greatest players, the greatest ducks, all of them covered on the Quack 12 Patreon. Not only that, but now for a limited time, you and only you and also your friends can give them five stars on Apple Podcasts. This will help others find the podcast. Not only that, but you can go to their Twitter account at Quack12 Podcast, their YouTube account, uh, Quack12 Podcast YouTube, or you can also find them on the street and give them mind rays. Once again, remember the password Quack12 Podcast. All right. Thanks a lot for uh, this week's sponsor. Sounds like a good one. Pretty cool. Um, Aaron, I'd hang out with them. Well, you know, it's, they just throw these things in. I didn't actually listen to the commercial, but I, I support whatever product it was. Shall we get into the men's team? Yes, please. Because some because shit went down. It's an exact. It's a mirror, if you will. Mm-hmm. It makes a, it makes the games a palindrome. Think about yes. it. It's the same. It's the same damn team. Sometimes it feels like, um, but I don't know. The shooting woes are different. the The problem with this team because sometimes 
they can hit the three pretty regularly. I don't really think that's the problem with this team so much. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, like the cold stretches don't seem to be as long uh, for the men's team as the women's team. The men's team can't close out a goddamn game to Bro. win for their lives, man. They cannot well, close out a damn game. Well, what are we talking about? UCLA first? Yeah, first we're talking about UCLA. Which, which like they won. They um, squeaked it, it. Again, yeah, that's what I'm talking they about. They squeaked man. that one. <laughs> so okay. Fun Men's, game though. It was fun because it, it was, was very fun. I mean, both these games were great. And um Bill Walton, Dave Pash were calling on this one. He was just saying all kinds of shit. I actually was um trying to keep a running total of some of my favorite quotes on the Quack 12 podcast Twitter account. And how many did he have in the end? Well, I mean, he had plenty of things that you could, you know, that were weird to say. But some of my favorites I have. This is probably my favorite here. They said, did they ever turn on the electricity in that cave that Joe lives in? Uh, That's when he was referring to Joe Lenardi, the dude who, you know, Mr. Brackets, basically. He kind of sets the table for who's going to make it to March Madness. And he has the Ducks. Uh, not quite getting in. They're like the next four out. So we'll see what happens. It sounds like we're going to need to really do well in this tournament to actually make well, it. Well, that's kind of in line with what... Um, shit, it wasn't Voss. Who was it that was telling us that they were like... Uh, oh, Rob they Wong? They may not do it. I think Rob Wong, maybe. Oh, yeah, it was Rob. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> Here's another Bill Wong quote. I've had plenty of high altitude training. And I think he meant high altitude training. If you, Hell yeah. You know that training. You're familiar with it. He that meant training. what I meant when we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then talking back to Joe Lenardi, he said, Joe, I, I want you in a UFC cage match. Oh, he says, yeah. I think he said, I want to fight you. Uh, or he, either way, he wanted to fight him in a UFC cage no, match. No, for real. What is that place called? Snake Island or whatever, where they do mm, the they yeah. were doing the COVID matches. I would Get pay pay-per-view to watch that fight. Do it. I'm down. I would totally do it. Um, this is a really good quote, I thought. Are you old enough to remember the first half of this game? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one quite a bit. That's great. And, and he was chatting for a while because for a while the U- UCLA wasn't giving him too much to compliment about, you know, like, uh, well, we do got to credit UCLA was down a good amount of their players by the end of this game. Yep. I mean, Johnny Juzang was out pretty quickly. Um, he oh, only played I in the first he went half. Out late, but that's whenever I stopped just to see something. So I want to say. Uh, well, I want to say he missed the. F- uh, he only played in the first half because right. um, he got a little injured, and they said that he had had some injuries before that were based around a scooter. Okay, he got hurt. They on were a based around his scooter, or because I think he got the- hurt on a scooter. Is, oh, sure. Is, I think. I mean, you ever been on a razor scooter? Those things are freaking death traps. But also, they've got the new. I don't. I mean, are they? Are they the little lime scooters? banging around eugene because those fuckers you can get them up to 20 miles per hour well thank god they are not thank god they are not around here those things i love them maybe i don't get how they're allowed they're just little motorized scooters anyone can go on and like no helmet necessary right you can get those things humming well the funniest 
Yeah, the funniest thing is that they um, pad how fast you can go for your mm. first few trips so that you get the hang of it. Mm. Oh, but interesting. Whenever the, but like the top speed you can get on your first few goes is like 10 miles an hour, which I'm like, that's wholly unsafe because if you want to cross any major intersection, yeah. Well, the brakes, like the brakes in that, it's not a good braking system. With the Seattle Hills, you can bomb. (laughs) And I mean, wow. Yeah, this sounds terrible. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, Hami Hawkes also, he actually fouled out really late in this game. Oh, Uh, dang. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they were down some good players. So, really. we should this game should not have been as close as it was in the end they were helping us the well, whole way i mean ucla is a good squad i'll say that okay. much. i mean you uh, they're well after they played us uh their pac-12 record was 12 and 5 uh 20 and 6 overall and we we swept Jeez. them because we they're beat them good. in ucla yeah we beat them in LA and we beat them in eugene so hell yeah um so we took a 9-6 early lead uh, Bruins tied it uh, with a corner three. Um, oh, no, no, sorry. Uh, Ducks tied it, I do believe, with a corner three from Williams. Oh, yes. no, no. Sorry. They tied it, and then Williams, who is wonderful, Eric Williams Jr., is a key bench player for this Ducks squad, reclaimed the lead with the three. Um, Richardson helped the Ducks build a 20-12 to lead, but then multiple Oregon turnovers. Honestly, if you want to talk about turnovers, this is the team to talk about. Uh, resulted in a 27-27 tie against the Bruins. They really rallied back because of that. Um, but Oregon went on an 8-1 to run, which included a 3 from Richardson, uh, and Oregon went up 35-30 to at the half. Yep. So it was a bit of a back and forth, but you feel like if Oregon just didn't commit so many turnovers, which you got to give UCLA credit, they are a good defensive team. Yeah. You know, I believe more. there was a point where whenever I did have it playing in real time mm-hmm. that I heard Dave say we had 17 turnovers. That's right. I mean, we finished this game with a season high 19 turnovers. And it was just like, <laughs> and then I was like, well, back to fast forward. <laughs> Too much. Just ran in. Yeah, totally. Um, so Kepnong, though, he came in really strong in the second half, as he does. Uh, and uh just yeah, really fun to watch. Uh, kind of spearheaded a 13 to 4 run, which was the largest lead of the night for the Ducks because it resulted in a 48 to 35 lead. Um, however, then we missed one of our 11 proceeding shots and we committed, uh, you know, like back to back turnovers after that, which fueled a 10 point UCLA run. Um, and they reclaimed the lead 54 to 53. Uh, Oregon scored on their next five possessions, though, played some good defense, which allowed them to overcome how sloppy of a game this was. They did hold UCLA to 36% shooting from the floor, and they out-rebounded them 44-33. to So, I mean, that helped. And, And they led most of the night, so that's pretty damn good, too. I know a lot of uh, UCLA fans are really, like, kind of confused why I know uh, Jalen Clark. They really, really want Jalen Clark out there a lot more. 
Um, I or no, no, I think they want Miles Johnson out there more. Ah, who knows? This isn't a UCLA podcast, but uh, I, I know there's some questions about the UCLA roster from diehard fans. Um, I believe it's like Miles Johnson that a lot of people are pretty big fans of. Um, so don't know what's going on there, but Davion Harmon, 17 points, Jacob Young, 14 points, Will Richardson, 11 points. We shot 33% from three, um, 43% from the floor overall, 19 to 24 from free throws though. And that does add up. I mean, just look at the next game we got here. Cause that was against USC. So UCLA, they were ranked number 12 when we played them, uh, both these games are at Matt Knight. USC was ranked number 16 when we played them. So this could have been, these were like, if we win both of these, who knows? Maybe we're back in, or at least the first four out of the uh, uh, predictions, or, you know, hopefully back in the big dance, even at that point. But this USC Oregon game was a back and forth affair kind of reminded me of the game against Arizona, except for it was in Matt Knight and USC. They are a very tall team. One of the tallest teams in the country definitely huh. showed up. Uh, Ducks did take like grab an eight, seven lead. They grabbed a 15, 14 lead. It, it was tied at 17, 17 ex- until Nafali Dante scored to take a, a lead after that. Um, however, then Trojan scored the next 11 points. Yep. But then Oregon rallied with a 13-0 run. So we which were res- crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we were responding to their runs too, which is what a good right. team does. And we were trying to make it so they weren't having too many runs by actually responding to them. Um, before the half, Ducks did lead 32 to 31. Right. So, yeah. And this was at this was senior night, I do believe, too. Yeah, senior night for Richardson, Eric Williams, and Jacob Young. Uh, Trojan started off that second half, scoring seven straight early in the second. Uh, however, an awesome alley oop to Dante, probably my favorite play of the game. I just love any alley oop. Uh, to Dante gave the Duck a fifty-four to fifty-three lead after they were able to rally back. It was tied 61-61 late when Young hit a deep three to break the lead for the Ducks. Uh, however, USC rallied back. Actually, um, Garrier, who's who's been really fun to watch lately, uh, Garrier and Harmon are like really coming on at the perfect time. Actually, I shouldn't say perfect time. Maybe too late, unfortunately. But um, they're looking good in March, you know, or in February, heading into March. And with 25 seconds left, Quincy Garrier gave the Ducks a lead with a three-pointer. However, USC's big man, uh, very good, one of their big men, but they're one of their most talented big men, if not their big most talented big man. Drew Peterson responded. He scored. Uh, they really were not playing on him very tight defensively. Yeah, uh, I'm not quite sure what was up with that, but he he took his shot and he made it. So it was a 70 to 69 lead with 11 and a half seconds left. Jacob Young drove to the basket. There is a lot of I don't know shenanigans going on. It gets blocked. Will Richardson gets the ball. Gets the ball. He goes for the basket. I would say he's fa- he was fouled, but I'm a Duck fan. Uh, the ref didn't say they were fouled. So that is how the freaking team. That's how the game ends. Uh, Ducks lose 70 to 69. Yeah. Um, so I guess that actually kind of breaks 
what Voss said because we got to 69. That's right. Yeah. I meant to call shenanigans on Voss because mm-hmm. we got to 69 first and then they got 70. So what the hell's that? So he's a liar. So clearly the refs messed this up because something went wrong. Um, so lot. So we're still the last teams out, or the next to last team out, whatever it's called. Next four out. Um, however, we can secure a first round bye with some wins on our road trip against the Washington School. Washington Schools, sorry. Uh, I, well, I don't really consider the Huskies a school or anything, just a plague. Um, March 3rd, Thursday, 7 p.m., we're going to Seattle. And then two days after that, on Saturday, 1 p.m., on CBS even, we're going against Washington State in Pullman. It's going to be a huge one. We got to win I both. I thought of you those. said March the 7th. Oh, the that's draft. for the women's, women's uh, Pac 12 tournament starts sooner. Oh, you mean. Uh, no, March 3rd, the uh, Huskies versus Washington. Bro, any chance I can convince you to go to the UWUO game Thursday, March 7th, 7 p.m.? Oh, I, I said it at the wrong. March this- 3rd, I could probably pull off. That's just days away. So, well... Maybe, maybe we'll have be there screaming like a madman. Maybe Aaron Schroeder will be there screaming like a madman. It's going to get dirty. Hey, well, you know, uh, so yeah, maybe, maybe Aaron will be in attendance and maybe that will be the thing that pushes this team over. Finally. Um, I don't know. Maybe I can find a quote here from Dana Altman just to get some sense of, uh, well, talking about young, actually, uh, Jacob Young going on that final, you know, that final possession or second to last final possession. Uh, he said, Young made the right decision. Everybody came and he kicked it back to Will. We just didn't hit the shot. That's the kind of quotes you get from Dana Altman. They don't really mean all that much, but I think I got another one here. I think the guys know where we're at. My job is to get them ready for Washington. They look, uh, they look at that stuff. They know where we're at. They know what we need to do. Again, pretty vague, but, uh, I'm sure it sounds better when it's coming from Dana Altman's mouth. So right now, Ducks are still uh, in fourth place in the Pac-12 standings, which means they would get that by. However, right behind them is Colorado, who beat them at Matt Knight Arena, though we beat them in Boulder. Right behind them is Colorado, so they're 11-8 and eight in conference play. So if we were to lose one, I think... I, I actually don't know who the tiebreaker goes to in that circumstance. I should as a host, but I straight up don't. Um, if we win both those games, then it doesn't matter. We should be fine. Uh, so it's going to be a crucial little stretch here. We got to beat these schools on paper. We should be better than them. The Washington state really took it to us too. Uh, when they came to Matt Knight, we'll see what happens. I yep. hope, I hope I really, really want this men's team to get in the big dance because I I don't know. It's just like they play so well against really good competition. They play poorly against bad competition. Sometimes it's true, but right now they are looking to be, they're playing their best ball. It's just unfortunate that they dropped games like the game against Cal uh, and the game against BYU. Um, they dropped those games, and if we would have said won both of those, I think we'd be that much closer, or or maybe not lost to Arizona State, you know, twice or 
it, it's a tough one. We, we just looked a little sloppy. But that being said, Aaron, here's another little interesting thing that happened on that same day that we could have beaten USC if we were a little bit better. It was actually one of the, it was a historically weirdest days in college basketball, men's college basketball history, because numbers one through six, which includes Gonzaga in there and Arizona, because Arizona lost to Cal, I'm sorry, to Colorado, one through six all lost their games. And then another top 10 team lost too. So, uh, yeah, Arizona lost to Colorado. So it goes to show Colorado's a pretty good team. <laughs> so <laughs> what does that do? Uh, for us, not all that much. Right. But, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it was, was interesting. If this was football, it would have stirred up the whole mess. <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes you're so low. Like, I don't know. We could have, they would have mentioned us if we beat USC. Like, oh, and right. Oregon. But since we didn't, it's just like, oh, well. No one will. No one's right. paying attention to your game you lost, which is kind of a blessing, but uh, not right now. Uh, yeah, rough time. What can I say? I, I'm excited. I just, I think it is going to come down to my guess is the men's team needs to at least make the Pac-12 title game. At least make it. Uh, is my guess. It, that may not even be enough. They may have to win it because the winner automatically gets to go, as we know, to the, the NCAA tournament. So, but I think even if we make it and if we don't lose to the Washington teams, my guess is that they'll have mercy on us and throw us a 14 seed or something. I don't know. I just want, I want to make it. I really want to see those Ducks play. I got to say. Yeah. I mean, if that's what it's going to have to take, I don't know, man. I mean, we would be scrappy as hell. I would love to see, like, you know, us versus a, a very high, high or low-seated team and just see what happens. Because we could, we could upset, and then you got an easier path, you know? I don't know. It'd be fun. I'll tell you what. We're going to find out. It's all about just forcing yourself to believe when it comes to March Madness. That's what I love about it. Who knows? Nobody knows who's actually going to win this thing or who's going to upset who. Like, So you just hope your team makes it and hope they win at least the first game. Ah, Well, that was Quaxit Ball. Uh, there's one last very little segment we got to do. It's very little. Don't, don't, get your, you? uh, don't get your hopes up, everybody. with the crowd oh, listeners yeah. um, um you know i uh i take my metaphorical hat off and i put it over my heart you know we've we haven't done anything to quote unquote get us canceled so far on the podcast but I, i'm coming out with a solemn apology to our listeners because i inadvertently lied Last week on the pod, when I swore to not only you, but to Aaron Schroeder himself, that I would make it to a baseball game. I made it very clear. I was like, oh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to. And Aaron, I guess rightfully so, I hate to say it, said, 
oh, you're no, you're not going to be there. Nope, don't bet on it. He, um, you know, he pulled out. He saw my procrastinating ways. He saw that I'm I'm a bit busy and and lazy, and he called me out on it. And I did not make it to a baseball game this week, so I well, do apologize. To be fair, you didn't say specifically this past week. You merely implied a desire to go to more games through the season. That is so true. You missed this one. Who cares? There's always all the other games that are coming up. Well, all I feel like just go to one of them. I feel like you're being generous. I'm going to try to go on a regular basis. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm setting <laughs> for myself on a regular basis. Now I got more opportunities here. I'll tell you this. I actually missed some games that would have been kind of boring, kind of fun. They played a series against St. John's um, in which they won 23 to 5, 16 to 3, 13 to 1. And six to zero. I guess they got tired on Monday. Uh, those would have been fun. I mean, see some homers, you know. So yeah, they're all being. I mean, obviously, none of these games are going all the innings because they're skunking them. Some of them are not. Yes, that's right. True. I mean, I feel like the only the one that wasn't mercy ruled was the last one. Actually, Aaron, um, it appears. Sorry, all but let me check this first one. All of them actually went the full. I guess there's no mercy rule in baseball because they really let these motherfuckers play to the nine innings, man. Oh, this is baseball. Yeah, this is baseball. Because the mercy rule is in softball. Yeah, softball's not Sorry. playing in Eugene uh, yet. But I will tell you, they got a series against UC Santa Barbara coming up. Um, and those are all in Eugene. And I think it's much more likely. It's it's likely, much more likely, that I should be able to go to those. And I promise you, listener, on my own grave and my mother's grave, that I will make it to one of these games this week. You know how you do it. You just buy the tickets immediately. I should. I should. Like you buy the ticket tomorrow. And then you I have would. to go because otherwise you've wasted money. You're right. And I've wasted uh, the time of our dear listeners. Uh, meanwhile, softball, 11-3 and three right now. And uh, beat Long Beach State 5-0, beat Cal State 4-10, 4-3, beat Seattle U. What? I used to live right next to them. 8-0 and lost to Missouri 2-6, lost to Northwestern 0-1. That's all in the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. So they lost to the two, you know, really good teams in there. Um, but, hey, they're still learning. Like, they're a young team. I'm interested in seeing what happens. It's baseball or it's softball, you know. Long and ass the ball season. being thrown and caught. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, uh, listeners, next week, oh boy, I can't wait to recap that baseball game that I will definitely go to. I can promise you that. Ooh, but ooh. until then, why don't you find yourself over at the Quack 12 Patreon? Help us out by giving us five measly dollars. Uh, you'll get our Quack in Time series in which we break down football history. Quack, tw- uh, sorry, Oregon Duck football history. Uh, we also break down major games. We have some fun Duck D&D on there. Uh, go to Quack 12 Podcast on our Twitter account. You can go to, to Quack 12 Podcast YouTube page or you can just go to our website. A lot of fun stuff there. Aaron, I appreciate hey, you. Also, watching all those the next games. time you find yourself in Apple Podcasts, why don't you mm. scroll down to leave a review and give us five stars, and also tell everybody how much you love us. Okay, thanks. 
Okay. Aaron, I appreciate you watching all those damn games. That was pretty fun. Are you ready for the Pac-12 Women's Basketball Tournament? Now, this is whenever I'll actually start watching basketball. You're not alone. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm a diehard fan. Yeah, I start watching right at the end of the regular season. <laughs> so you're I joining a huge it, crowd. I do prefer it when it's said like, you are not alone. You are not alone. I am here for basketball. Come on. Come um, on. Yeah. Well, if, oh, also keep your eyes open. We will soon be announcing our official quack. 12 boop, 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 bracket challenge probably oh snaps march madness just around the corner we're just waiting for those brackets to be announced. you know and i gotta ask we do What's it that? every year mm-hmm. but uh what happens whenever oregon's not in it this time we cry uh we, we we're not doing it if the ducks aren't in it but there we you know, go but i'm not i'm not thinking that way ducks are gonna make it all right ducks are gonna make it i don't want to hear that garbage it's finally time for us to be the good guys start from the very bottom and make it all the way up the tree that's okay this is what i really want to end the podcast on because this i kept thinking about how you would always say it's clear we're the bad guys yes. right and yeah. it's so annoying lately in basketball it's like we're having tough stretches and yet when people and like when we beat ucla we stormed the court yeah that's awesome but like when people beat our teams whether it's the men's or women's team they still act as if it's like we just beat the number one team even if we're unranked and it's just like how do we get the worst of both worlds that we have the high expectations of a, of a winning, like, Adam, evil team or, you know? What you just described mm-hmm. is how you create a bad guy. Mm. <laughs> it is a continual societal shunning until mm. finally you just decide to be it. And we did forever ago. So you mean, I, well, I just want to upgrade our total heel status then, you know? I want to be a real heel if we're going to be a heel. Oh, yeah. No, I do believe, at least in basketball, uh, any time a game ends where we lose, we just start throwing blows. I'm down. Bad just boys. Start elbows, chin, connect, one player, and literally we're going to take all of our players, we're going to send them through um, some martial arts training, so that mm-hmm. way we're really good at it. You heard it here we, first, folks. Yeah, we just need six of our guys to break six of their guys' jaws so that way they can't play ever again. Yeah, or women's jaws. Yeah.